This is Jess Sear, and I am here as the ghost of Christmas present for episode two of Home for the Holidays with the fantastic Jen Parker. Jess, that's amazing. Thank you for kicking off another episode of Just Love. You're here. You're the ghost of Christmas present, and we are here to talk about Home for the Holidays in Southborough, Maine. Absolutely. We are so looking forward to Home for the Holidays. That's Saturday, December 2nd in scenic South Berwick, Maine. And we have um, a full day of programming ahead for the community. It's been such a joy to pull this together and have such enthusiasm from both uh, community groups, local churches, and downtown businesses. So we are thrilled to be bringing this to you and um, we'll hope to talk through the schedule a little bit today. Yeah, because everybody's asking. Everybody's, the buzz is on the street. Everyone excited. There's been a few changes this year, and you know how change goes over in a small town <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> so with, you know, with all of the excitement building, the buzz building, um, I think what you guys have done is brilliant. There's um, yourself, Gregory, Mary, and then I know a whole cast of other individuals that it takes to make this happen. But um, why don't we do this? We'll start with the first thing to happen in the morning and just go through the schedule and just you know, we'll highlight everything that so people can get excited too. Do you have to be from South Berwick to join the festivities? No, it's open to all. And again, it's the purpose of this event is to highlight the beautiful, wonderful things about South Berwick. So invite your family, invite your friends, invite your neighbors, invite your colleagues, and just um, bring people downtown to celebrate the spirit of the season as a welcoming community. Again, I'm the spirit of the ghost of Christmas present, <laughs> and it's categorized by joy, generosity, and then a vibrant, welcoming energy. That's what Dickens kind of envisioned this yeah, ghost as. Yeah, you're so funny. I had just kind of thrown that out there, that Mary was the ghost of Christmas past. You could be the ghost of Christmas present, and Gregory, Greg, do you guys call him Greg? Greg, Greg the ghost of Christmas future. So you, being Jess Sear, <laughs> totally ran with that and did a little bit of research. Absolutely. I'm wearing... Um, velour green today, kind of channeling that uh, character. And I'm super jazzed to be here. Again, this is going to be just a fantastic event that we have for the community on Saturday, December 2nd. So starting things off, first and foremost, uh, first in the day, and again, we're pulling together programming this uh, committee is envisioning being the string that ties all of these long-standing efforts together in one day. So it's just been fantastic. But starting off first and foremost on Saturday, December 2nd at 8 a.m. is the fantastic Southbrook Firefighters Association. They are moving their toy drive to be in front of Central Schools Lawn so you can bring an unwrapped brand new toy to donate to the to folks in the community. Um, they will also be accepting monetary donations. So they'll be out there bright and early kicking this event off at 8 a.m. and they'll be there throughout the event so so wow so that's that's some dedication because that's a long time and then you know what before we get into anything else let's talk about weather because they're going to be out there at eight o'clock in the morning whether it's rain snow or sunshine right rain or shine event so you know sometimes we may have um, very moody weather and that's okay that means um, we can you know park downtown stay downtown we'll have both inside and outside programming dress for the elements um, there's a lot of offerings and a lot of variety which we know that it makes uh, makes your day worthwhile and in, in spending it in South Berwick so we kick off with the firefighters alliance downtown in front of Central School accepting um, 
donations for the toy drive. And all ages, a lot of times it's easy to grab something for a one to three year old um, to donate, but there are kids of all ages that would be more than um, excited to receive something under their tree. Absolutely. And um, if you know you don't have the bandwidth to make it out with a toy, they can gladly accept monetary donations as well. And we've seen them in the parade in the past walking by with their boots um, looking for donations. So that's another way to connect with them as well. And they're just doing fantastic work. They've been such um, valued members of the community. We have a fantastic fire force, um, fire department here in South Burke, volunteer led. So Awesome. So then what's next? Next on the agenda at 8 o'clock is our uh, First Parish Federated Church. They're opening their doors for their fantastic church craft fair and wreath sale. So they're longstanding wreath fair at 8 o'clock. So this is is designed for the early birds this year. Absolutely. So there's a, a bunch of programming first thing in the morning, but the programming will string throughout the day. The First Parish Federated Church at the corner of Academy Street will be offering um, free soup and bread to go for lunch, and that's from 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. And they'll also have cookies and dessert um, with fire pits and tables outside on their front lawn to warm up. So you can stop by their craft fair. um, You can grab some soup. I know it's, like, much loved by the community. It's so fantastic that um, uh, Linda and Julia and they keep – offering these um, efforts to the community. They are a silver sponsor for this year's event, so we thank them for their longstanding participation. And it's just a great, great craft fair to um, stop over to. So that's starting at 8 a.m. at the First Parish Federated Church, and they'll also be joining us at the Christmas Parade. So they'll have a float in the parade, and we are super jazzed to see what they come up with. Uh, Next on the agenda is um, the 9 o'clock and 10.15 seatings. There's two different seatings with Breakfast with Santa. Yay! Yeah, <laughs> Everyone like, loves it, right? You've attended this in the past with your children? I have, yes. So it's it's great. Um, pancake breakfast. Pre-registration is required in advance because there's only so many seats available. Um, do you know if it's full as of now or do you think there's still more room? I haven't seen that it is full so I would encourage if you're listening in today and you're thinking about Breakfast with Santa, make those reservations nice and early um, to secure your seat. Again, it's sponsored by the Senior Center at the Southbrook Recreation mm-hmm. at the Community Center and um, you know, kids will be able to get their photo taken with Santa, and just That's a great so time fun. for all. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I think is great about this is in the past, and you know, when you have a young family or even, you know, kids in middle school or high school, it can get pretty chaotic. So to combine everything on one day kind of makes it easier for families to sort through and just create um, that space just to know that, okay, Saturday, December 2nd, from 8 a.m. to... Gosh, even now with, well, six, and then even that continues on at Spring Hill later. This is a full day of fun activities for the family that benefits um, local businesses, nonprofits, just about, you know, a lot of organizations in town that are tying the community together. But I love that it's one day so like just draw a box around one day on the calendar (laughs) you know a little christmas wreath and and that's all you have to remember 
Absolutely. Another way to participate in the day's festivities is making sure if you live within the village center, if you would kindly decorate your homes or put on a light, um, once the evening sets in, it'll just be very hallmark kind oh, of let's Americana, talk about that. right? Yeah. So I know in the past, um, you guys have asked businesses to set out some white lights. And um, I think that, you know, in the busy season, we, we do our best. We kind of are pushing through to get everything done. But I think having this combination of everything in one day, it's going to act like a little snowball. And it's just going to have a bigger impact and um, less to get ready for, right? Like we just know that this is, this is the entire day that the town comes together, the nonprofits, the church groups, the businesses, the families, the athletic groups, um, school groups, everything comes together to, you know, celebrate the holidays and to, I keep wanting to say light the night, but I know on your new logo, there are like colored lights over, what is it? It's, it's, it's like, uh, it's light the night. So the kind of after, um, it is light the night. Yeah. We're lighting up the tree. We're getting folks together. You know, I think there's been some conversations about white versus colored. And my take is I just want my children to feel the wonder of the holidays. And I think anybody that's willing to participate in any lighting effort. in any effort <laughs> just puts wonder in their childhood. So I am so thankful as a parent of small children to anybody that's participating at this event. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Have you seen the people that put the white and the colored lights together? I love it. Love it. <laughs> so yeah. like, it's no big deal, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So Roll with it. after you get full from the breakfast with Santa, then where can you head? I would head to Paul Street and I would check out. You're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I would um, first check out the Seacoast Christian School Artisan Fair. That's in their gym. Um, they are starting off at 9 a.m. at 26 Paul Street, and they'll be featuring vendors um, with goat's milk soaps, lotions, jewelry, baked goods, art, live music, honey, and, and, and lots more. They have lots of parking. They've opened the parking up to the community. So we would definitely encourage people to be parking at the town hall, parking at Seacoast Christian School, parking over on Norton Street at the community center and walking up. Um, and also, you know, if parking along Portland Street, depending on yeah. your comfort level. Central, Central School has parking. There's parking behind there. It may be more difficult towards um, the afternoon when the parade's going by. Oh, so, okay. So, so depending on the Let's the pull back on that. Yeah. Um, so Paul Street, a lot of people don't know where that is. Um, and so I think even people that have lived here, Paul Street is that, that little street across from the um, Asia restaurant. Um, and if you turn down it, you're going to see Dufour, you'll see a little something, and then you just keep going, and then on the right is the Seacoast Christian School. And um, it's funny, it's like we have, we live in our town, and yet there, there are little places tucked away that we don't always think of or know the names of. It's worth wandering through. It absolutely is. I think um, by by stopping over at Seacoast Christian School, you'd be able to park, then come up here to mm -hmm. a little something, um, check out all the fabulous local artists that are participating at this year's event, and um, you know really get to wander through the downtown and connect with neighbors and friends. So, um, really, by ten o'clock, there's there are things to do in town, um, and then. 
I know that um, the parade kicks off at what time? At what? At no. 3 o'clock. The parade kicks off at 3, but the, you have a, a litany of things going on before then. If you want to just kind of go over some of those things. Um, the Absolutely. Jess, I'm kind of hesitating. <laughs> yesterday, this is take two, because yesterday we met, we did the whole podcast, and then poof, um, Substack had some issues, and so... Um, it's twice as nice being here. It really is, and it's, you know, just such a I'm great time. I'm having deja vu, though. <laughs> I'm like, it's kind of like Charles Dickens, right? I know. When you're, you're going back and you're reliving moments, but this was a great moment to relive. Um, so I went home, did some technical research, found a different way to do things, and um, that's exciting, too, to evolve, so thank you for your willingness to come back. But so you yesterday you were just you were you had it down. You were like boom, 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 and I think that's awesome. Um, the one thing that I loved hearing about was the Sarah Orne Jewett House, absolutely, and everything that's happening there. Absolutely. So I'm just going to take you a little bit further up on Main Street before we head to the Jewett House. Um, the First Baptist Church is going to also have a hometown marketplace. They're at the corner of like Lower Main Street. It's at 130 Main Street. So their church fair will have gift baskets, jar mixes, a cookie walk, um, jams, a bake sale, and lots of homemade crafts. They'll also have a chowder and soup luncheon. So definitely starting at 9 a.m. Oh, they're early too. They're early too. So it's First Parish Federated Mm -hmm. Church, Seacoast Christian School, and First Baptist Church right downtown. So check out those church fairs. 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. Absolutely. That's awesome. And then, um, again, starting at noon, uh, Historic New England opens up the Sarah Orange Jewett House for first floor tours. Um, That's at 5 Portland Street, and Wanda's been phenomenal. She's been um, a massive part of our efforts as a committee. She's a committee member. Linda Becker is coming back this year, so beloved. Um, she just has such a welcome, welcoming energy, and she is going to be um, doing some storytelling this year um, on a book by Jan Brett. It's called Home for Christmas. Oh, that's perfect. So we haven't quite um, nailed down the reading times or the storytelling times, but um, that is definitely something that everyone In enjoys. Yeah. Um, a lot of fun memories. And then one thing, too, we talked about yesterday is that this is a work in progress. Community events usually are. And um, so we're just going to focus on the things that are definitive and that. But there will be more that opens up. More people will be joining the parade. I'm sure that um, businesses will be rolling up their sleeves and providing activities or giveaways or food. But today we're in the present, so we're going to talk about what's already been hashed out and on your list. Absolutely. And just folks, um, it's again, it's Saturday, December 2nd. The agenda we try to keep up to date. The agenda is posted at one place, that's sobocentral.org. So we encourage you to take a look, um, read through the agenda, and then maybe bring it up again, you know, closer to de- December 2nd when we have things finalized. Um, we will be offering, there's QR codes that are available on uh, flyers downtown, and we'll likely be providing a few printouts um, available on site at the event. We will also have an info booth 
um, on the day of the event at Central School. So um, we have some very generous sponsors. Um, they are we're providing bags to the first 300 attendees, um, and we'll be able to kind of get all of your you know purchases into one place and all of your kids' crafts and have a receptacle to kind of keep everything together as what, the day progresses. Um, that's another thing that people are kind of wondering about. Like in years past. Um, with having it a three-hour window, it was a large group. So we're all interested to see, like, how will that look being spread out through the day? You know, it's just, is it going to be looking like Strawberry Fest? Is it going to be more of a peaceful, like, stroll? We just have no idea. That's kind of exciting for the first year, making a change. But have you guys guesstimated or have you talked about what you think? We haven't, but we have been doing a fair amount of promotion. Um, we've gone on like WOKQ and some of the event stuff out in Portland. And um, I know Seacoast Online did a lovely um, write-up of our press release. So we've definitely been getting the word out to other communities. Um, you know, I it's think it's a busy day. It's a busy day against <laughs> other events. Um, but we definitely think that South Berwick is such a special place. And especially if you have roots in the community, um, bringing in your friends, neighbors, colleagues, family. Yeah. It's it's the day for it. Kids love it. Absolutely. Lots going on for the kids. So after this story time at Historic New England, again, the Sarah Orange Jewett house will be decorated. Um, there will be um, crafts available for the kids at the Eastman House, which is the former library. And um, they'll be doing period-appropriate um, uh, crafts for the kids, for ornaments. They'll likely be doing a presentation about Christmases around the world. So some inclusivity to um, the holiday season. I think it's fantastic that, again, Wanda's been spending her time with Historic New England to pull together this programming for us in such an interesting, unique aspect to our town. What other towns have, you know, a historic author in such a wonderful history about yeah, it. Yeah, and she really just captured the people of South Berwick in just, you know, an incredible way. For those families to, that may have moved here recently, I used to bring the girls to the library when it was in that house. Um, but some people might know not know it for the former library. Um, so it is located just steps away from the Sarah Orange Jewett House on Portland Street, um, across from um, oh gosh, Portland Mobile. It used to be Portland Mobile. Yeah, I don't I know. know the new name. <laughs> this is not helping new families. But um, where next Pat, to Ham Insurance? Next to yeah. Ham Insurance, where the the mechanics where Patty works. Yeah, yeah. Patty's yeah. the receptionist <laughs> that takes care of all of us. Um, so yeah, that that in itself, people coming back to South Brook, revisiting the library that they grew up sitting on those. You know, those windowsills, those fabulous benches, and just, you know, with Jane Cohen Fletcher and Anne-Marie and Karen Egger. It's just, it's it's a little bit of um, nostalgia for a lot of people um, coming home. And I think that's a wonderful thing to keep that moving forward and using that space. Absolutely. And, for and the ag celebration. Again, it's a little bit of um, inside-outside programming. So if the weather's, you know... 
yeah, seasonal. There'll yeah, be lots of things for you to do. <laughs> it's also great that um, Old Brook Historic Society is participating at this year's event as well. And they will be having some of their members dressed in period attire walking throughout the downtown and will be engaging in guests and conversations. So that would be something I would be interested for if they'll have a little bit of live storytelling on the streets of South Berwick and um, to be hearing again from how we maintain this vibrant historic downtown and engage our our past in our present yeah of course that's awesome yeah so we're very thankful to them um also at one o'clock thinking about the library the old library in the south public library on young street um from one to three o'clock we'll have a fantastic quintet um, who's been featured at the South Berwick Farmer's Market on Central School's lawn. Um, she's local in town. It's Danielle Mora's Quintet Jazz Ensemble. So the acoustics in the library are fantastic. Um, you'll be able to kind of pop into the library, listen to some smooth jazz, some Christmas sounds, and um, you know enjoy just being with your friends and neighbors. And it's, it's a great time. Um, we'll be able to kind of walk. Um, there's a little pathway between um, Central School and the library, mm-hmm. so you can walk through. It kind of skirts the Avesta housing. Um, so starting also at 1 o'clock is our programming at Central School. We'll have programming both inside and outside on the front lawn. Um, and there's a number of both uh, community groups and um, businesses that are available so what? So in the past, there were um, local artists in the um, in the cafeteria. That's taking a break for this year. Um, so in their place, you said there are a number of different groups. What will that look like? Yeah. So in Central Schools Gym, we'll be having um, Portside Realty Group, a real estate group. They are um, gold sponsors this year, and they are providing a wooden craft for kids. It's complimentary, so you'll be able to bring your kids inside, do a little craft. Um, we also have Aggies. Aggies will be offering their fantastic Wait, this is what we were so excited about <laughs> yesterday so aggie's ice cream where we all have stood in line after baseball games soccer games had ice cream for dinner on hot summer nights and it's just it's it's one of the few lines you expect and you don't mind waiting in and so so brilliant that they're bringing their business and their sense of community to home for the holidays in their off season. I know. So they've closed for the season, right? And so it's it's really exciting for them to be engaging with this, this event. I absolutely love the outpouring of support from all sorts of businesses within the community, but they will be offering their Aggies famous hot fudge sundaes. They'll have um, sweatshirts available, t-shirts, and then gift cards as well, all available for sale. So put a little of South Berwick under your Christmas tree. <laughs> the, the kids best, will love it. <laughs> yeah, the best stocking stuffer. Can you imagine kids getting an Aggies gift card from Santa in their stocking? I think that's, I love it. Absolutely. It's a great idea. Absolutely. Um, we'll also have the Marshwood Little Hawks Wrestling inside Central Gym. So they're doing a little bit of fundraising. Um, they're going to have some grilled hamburgers, hot dogs, and some homemade steak chip, steak tip chili. Wow. I know. So looking very much forward to it. And then they'll also have... Um, the, a raffle, so some chances to win their raffle to support um, the Young Little Hawks wrestling group. So they're yeah, fantastic. Um, we will have some performances available in the um, gym as well. So um, 
uh, uh, Curtain Call Theater Group or Performance Group will be um, offering a performance after the tree lighting in Central's gym. So the tree lighting's at five o'clock. You'll be able to go back inside into Central's gym if you're a little chilly and check out the um, Curtain Call Group. Um, in Curtain see. Call, that's more of a theater group. So they'll be doing a skid or yes. performance. Mm-hmm. Yep. So very much looking forward to it. Curtain Call is also um, marching in the parade. So we have lots of groups that are doing double duty in this event, which is like fantastic to have such presentation at both the Home for the Holidays side and then also the parade. Yeah, that's. it sounds like it's shaping up to be a pretty strong parade this year. A lot of different entries and different groups that we may not have seen in the past. Absolutely. Some people that are coming back, um, and we thank them for their long-standing support. This this parade has been going, and we just really thank um, Patty Leach for all of the facilitation that she's done kind of behind the scenes to keep this going, a, a one-woman show. Um, and we are just thrilled to ke- continue the tradition and keep this legacy going. You know, kids, I, I've been so... We've had um, a group of teachers from and administrators from the Great Work School, Marshall Great Work School, and they're actually providing the float as an after-school activity for kids. So you can help us design this float, and then let's all march in this float. And isn't that the meaning? Yeah, like how of, how many kids get to do that? Like design, build, take part in you know, starting with an idea and then seeing it through the process and being a part of the action that makes it happen. And I'm sure there'll probably be kids involved during the, the parade as well. Absolutely. On the float. Yeah, that, I, our school system, um, we're really fortunate to have such um, active and caring um, staffs. Like it's, you know, and it's the teachers, yes, but administrative, the teachers, um, cafeteria work um, employees, like just everyone on board in the school systems just really seem to be there for the right reasons. Providing these life lessons, which are, yeah. you know, it's it's integral to your upbringing. And I think it's just fantastic. So we are very much looking forward to all the floats that are in the parade. I think we're close to 25 entries, which is fantastic. Wow. We have walking athletic groups. We have... Um, you know, individuals pulling together floats. Um, it's just it's just going to be a great time. So I guess I'll take a second to um, the parade will be kicking off at three o'clock. It's mm-hmm. a reverse route this year. So we are starting over on Front Street, Foundry Street, I can't remember, in Rollinsford, it's the street mm-hmm. with um, the Legion on it, and we'll be walking the reverse route into South Berwick. So that starts at 3 o'clock, and likely the parade will wind up maybe around 4 o'clock. Um, Dismantle will be over on Academy Street. It always street. takes longer than you I know. Think. <laughs> We're, like, trying to plan. <laughs> yeah, it always counts for more time. Absolutely. So Central School will be the spot to be. Um, you know, there will be lots and lots of programming. I mentioned all the programming inside the gym, but there's going to be a ton outside on the front lawn as well. Um, we have Red Tree Real Estate group, um, Brendan Ellsmore. He'll be having a rest and relaxation area on the front lawn. Um, that's a area where he'll have warming heaters, hot cocoa, and um, coloring for the kids, so what a what a better spot to meet people at mm-hmm. the event than um, picking out one of these areas on the lawn. 
Um, we'll also have the girl, one of the Girl Scout troops in town is doing something really, really exciting, which is fundraising by selling fried dough. So they'll be outside on the lawn as well. Everybody loves fried dough. Everybody loves fried dough. And so it's very, very exciting um, to see this type of programming. Um, likely um, A to C Abilities. Taylor Shaw. Oh, yep. So another business coming down from Pumpkin Town. Yes. And setting up something to be involved in home for the holidays, which is awesome. So Taylor was a Marshwood High School graduate and now a businesswoman. We have Aubrey's Cafe. Aubrey, another South Berwick business graduate, now business person. It's just, um, it's phenomenal. Isn't Aubrey... I don't know if she'll be at the event. I, uh, I'm not sure if she'll be at the event this year, but definitely Taylor's going to be there. Um, she's providing a bounce house on Central School's lawn. That's awesome. So a little bit of a way to, to keep the kids warm as well. Um, just fantastic time. And then likely um, Clubhouse Kids, and Shelly just always does um, fantastic. So it's, so one of the things, too, is like what I – what, I, what I'm trying not to do is, and it's tricky, as years past, you know, you have so many great memories of the businesses that showed up or the groups. And, um, you know, life changes and we don't always know what's happening in the present. So, um, again, like Jess said, that if you go to so SoboCentral.org, there'll be an up-to-date listing of all of the groups and um, individuals participating in this year's event. And that will be a perfect place to start because it's going to I'm sure more people are going to join as we get a little bit closer. And how it's is it two weeks away now? It's two weeks. It's all very exciting. So, um, you know, getting these last minute additions and definitely downtown businesses that are engaged. Um, we have the Fantastic Outlook Hospitality Group. They are a platinum sponsor of this year's event. Um, it includes Outlook Tavern, the Red Barn, the Links at Outlook to four in the Stage House Inn. So while you're downtown, maybe afterwards, go into the Stage House Inn. They'll be having some programming on their patio during the event. But um, we both, we all know the cul the culinary and the, the cocktails coming out of yeah, that. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're delicious. They're um, delicious. Also on the front line, I wanted to mention, we are trying to bring in some of the Rollinsford businesses. So we have some business, or we have some Friends from Rollinsford involved in the parade. And we'll also be having um, the Seacoast Pretzel Company, who's over, their bake, their kitchen is in the Rollinsford Mills, and they'll be outside as well selling some artisanal pretzels. Oh, that's that's great. And was there a ballet group? Yes, uh, Bellatet uh, Ballet Group. They are both marching in the parades. So they're a, a twofer. They're marching in the parade. And at 4.30, they will be providing a performance on Central School's lawn. So think about, uh, you know, that anticipation for that 5 p.m. Um, tree lighting. We're going to have um, performances leading up to that. So definitely swing by, see all of the talent that's coming out of these communities. It's just amazing to see. Um, we also have the Garrison Players. They're much beloved. Um, they're carolers that will be performing throughout the downtown. That's starting at 4 o'clock. So once hopefully the parade wraps, um, we'll have um, a number of performances and maybe some caroling on the front lawn of Central School. What's more romantic and seasonal yeah. than that? <laughs> it's exciting. Um, 
So lots and lots of things. We just wanted to also mention um, Happy Valley down on Lower Main Street will be having some specials during the parade. So don't forget about those, you know, Fogarty's and the Lower Main Street. And that's a great area to set up and watch the parade and then walk into Central yeah, for the two festivities. More, two more Marshwood graduates that have come home and set up business in town. Um, yeah, they're, I've seen some posts that they are really like promoting that they're an excellent viewing viewing point for the parade. And I think that's great to spread out along the parade route and to just offer cheer and support for all of those individuals that have taken the time to create floats, decorate cars, you know, to dress in layers, to walk along the parade route. I think um, having the support along the sidelines goes a huge far way to making everyone feel like, you know, this is this is definitely an event that they're happy to take part in and to come back every year. Absolutely. And there's the, you know, the number of um, floats that are available in the parade. There's walking groups and decorated vehicles. There's, um, you know, floats with live animals. The Seacoast Christian Academy is going to be doing a living nativity. Um, The Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts will both be walking. So it's just great to see all of the community members coming out and supporting um, business from Rollinsford to Lower Main Street and then Central School, which is inclusive of the businesses outside the the Yeah, no, that's core. that's a really great thing. And we had talked yesterday, um, Lee Franks. Yes. They're going to be bringing back the mini shakes. Yes, the peppermint mini shakes. So just amazing. I walk downtown to Lee Franks so often, but it's just great to um, engage. And there's so much available activity. You know, Oddfellows is, is um, likely pulling something together. They'll be added soon. Um, great Works Chiropractic, which is a gold sponsor. We're so thankful to Dr. Seth and Dr. Abby um, for their continued participation and support of this event. Um, you know, we see they've got some real estate, some really great real estate in the downtown block and that they're giving it back to the community by continuing to offer, you know, their Polar Express festivities inside their offices. It's what a great way to get the kids engaged and, um, you know, supporting such a such a wonderful time for the entire community. Polar Polar Express has a special meaning for so many of the Southborough kiddos. Um, for years, a well-loved librarian, Mrs. Polly, would set up the Polar Express in the Central School Library. And every holiday season, each class would take its turn riding the train in the library, which was transformed into the whole storybook. And Miss Polly would read the story to the kids in the dark with the lantern, and every child would have a candy cane. Um, it's just really something that um, over the years, you know, just so many uh, different classes got to enjoy that and still carry that with, with them. Um, Aaron had a Polar Express ornament on the tree just because it was such a magical you know, memory that she created. And I think that Great Works having that as their theme is going to touch a lot of hearts without, you know, maybe sub- subconsciously or not knowing how special that that story really is to so many people who grew up in this town because of Miss Polly. Um, Tina Polly Chronopolis. <laughs> For those. So much love and like it just keeps pouring into everyone's just cups. Absolutely. You know, just adding to the, the holiday and the spirit of 
joy and peace and giving and um, just done with, you know, no expectations of anything in return. Yeah. That's really, um, I think, you know, from the event growing from the place that it did and now becoming so incredibly inclusive of the whole downtown um, and making it into one day, I think is going to just attract a lot of of good energy and people are going to just enjoy themselves and just, you know, it's that one day that you come together and you just forget. You forget all the busy, crazy, chaotic, hectic, 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 (laughs) hecticness of the holidays. And I think that's such a great pause for everyone in town. Absolutely. We're, and we're just so thankful to you as a, as a committee, Jen, for um, all the, efforts that you've done in spreading joy and that selflessness, selflessness and hecticness. <laughs> the, you know, last year, the light, lighted hand, headbands walking downtown and just seeing um, kids that were so happy to pop into the store, um, you know, talking about Paul Street and thinking about this year's events. And there's some really cool, unique things that will be coming out of here. So, I, you know, I'd be remiss if I wouldn't Aww. at least pop, pull that into here. I know... Um, I know you probably shy away from from that, but I just want to thank you as a community member because you're able to create such a space of um, joy and beauty and really uh, a center for the community. Um, And and we're just so appreciative for all of your efforts throughout the years. Oh, gosh. Well, my pleasure. Uh, You know, Christmas was always and has been a special place in my heart. It's... um, and it's something that I hold on to no matter how old I get. So um, it's it's where the, where you can create a little bit of magic, right? And if it's unexpected magic, it's even better. And um, it's my joy. It's my joy to be sitting here talking with you. I mean, I've seen you over the years at various events or we've run into each other. Um, But I don't think we ever sat down and had a conversation. And now we've had two in in the span of 24 hours. And it's been it's been amazing getting to know you, Um, you know, again, like all all the hours that you put into um, volunteering for this event. And I'm sure you do other things, too. You have small children. Um, I think you've been working on this event for four years. Will yes. this be your fourth holiday? This is, um, so I've been after, you know, I think there was a pause um, for COVID. And, and in 2021, I saw looking for volunteers. And, you know, whenever you see something that's looking for volunteers, kind of pause and see if that speaks to you. And this definitely spoke to me because I love, um, I love impacting children's lives in a really positive way and you know this event has been long-standing there's been so many people who've put their time and energy into it over the years and we're just thrilled the organizers this year are just thrilled to continue that um, legacy and just having a robust programming during this time of year for our community yeah and you know what change does change is not always welcomed or easily met and embraced but change is the one thing we can't avoid. And I and I look at the way that your group and the the town has embraced the changes made by Home for the Holidays. And it just, you know, progress is not a beautiful thing always. And it's like, but 
it shows that there's a commitment to move forward, a commitment to continue bringing this amazing event to town and just and getting it done and doing it in the best way that you know how. And um, I love to see the new va- the new faces involved because that to me means new ideas, new collaboration, new ways of thinking. And um, that for a town to remain vibrant, for a town to, you know, keep, it's nostalgia. There has to be a willingness for people to want to revisit it and to talk about it and to carry it forward into the future. And I think this this event being very present, um, bringing a lot of people downtown in the same moment will be um, a huge service to ensuring that South Berwick moves forward in the best way possible and continues being that little town, that little hidden sleepy town that is the biggest magnet of any town that I've ever visited. And um, so thank you guys. I mean, that's a lot of work goes into these events behind the scenes. A lot of hours, a lot of meetings after you've had a full day with your kids in the morning, your jobs, dinner, and then, you know, mustering up the energy to say, hey, we're going to do this. What, what needs to be done? And so that's a huge thank you to all of you guys from everyone. I mean, I see the faces that come in year after year and it's nothing but huge bright smiles and everybody's laughing and neighbors are seeing neighbors and reuniting with old friends, old teachers, um, people they worked with, um, old coaches. And it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's always been a busy crazy scene in here like shoulder to shoulder every year but that I wouldn't be honest if I didn't say that was such a huge gift to my business and to adding to the stability and the vitality of the business and helping to spread the word so that I can be here next year you know the 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 premise of business is to make money for and that's not always a beautiful thing too but um Home for the Holidays has injected a lot into this little business, the shop around the corner that not a lot of people know about. And I'm indebted to all of you guys for for continuing to show up as volunteers over the year. And I recognize what that means for my, my business and then for the others on Main Street. So a huge thank you from all of us. Uh, just keeping, you know, try, trying to maintain and preserve our legacy, our historic nature, and, and getting our friends and families and neighbors connected with each other downtown, like the fantastic Strawberry Fest. Uh, you know, Sobo Central has been amazing to work with. Absolutely. Tons and tons of programming. You know, we sat down to start planning for this year's event in mid-August, so it's it's not something that just happens overnight, Mm-mm. and there's lots and lots of consideration. So for everybody who's been receptive to the changes and um, who, for everybody that'll tell a friend that this event's happening, um, we're just so thankful to you and, and for you being a part of our community, um, you know. We're looking forward to, you know, we're here in the present. We love having that joyfulness, that, that generosity, um, that giving spirit, and being able to celebrate. Well, so this year, um, if I could just share real quickly what we're doing um, at a little something on Paul Street. We are continuing with our giveaway. So we will have an item that we'll be giving away to first come, first serve, I think, um, 
it's it's a good amount though. Um, so that will start. We'll open up at 10 a.m. Um, so the item uh, will be available this year. I'm kind of very excited about it. I've kind of <laughs> kept it under wraps. Um, and then also we will have, um, as a nod to Marshwood High School Theater, we'll have Buddy the Elf. We'll be handing out the free item this year. Um, <laughs> it's just, you know, sometimes, sometimes giving away things, um, you know, it's that whole giving and receiving. You get just as much giving as you do receiving. And um, I know Buddy the Elf has been talking about, um, he kind of like, he claimed the spot to give away the item this this year. He's so looking forward to it. Um, in addition to Buddy the Elf, we'll have, and actually a small army of volunteers have um, signed up to help man the first ever Christ Kindle Market, which will be outside market from 10 to 8 at a little something. Um, traditionally, the market started in the 1600s out of horse stalls. The emperor allowed the merchants to open up their their stores to the general public to help boost sales. But it became a lovely tradition where local artists were spotlighting their pieces for the holidays. So we are going to have a number of our local artists and authors, their holiday items outside available um, to browse and to purchase, um, as well as the store will be open. So it we're 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 ready for a full day of festivities we're kind of um you know we don't know what to expect but we're just going to show up and we're going to be present and um hoping that everyone just enjoys the day and just creates a lot of great memories absolutely and think what better way um to celebrate your community than to keep your dollars local too and i just want to thank you again for facilitating those local artists to um be available and, and giving them the space and it's it's great it's fantastic we now just are nearing 200 local artists and authors that are showcased in the store and then i mean this is not a huge store um just under a thousand square feet i believe um but for whatever reason there always seems to be space um you know People just keep reinventing and coming up with new ideas and beautiful things, and that's the energy that I love. And our bookshelves are filled with so many adult and children's books from local authors and main authors, and it's pretty amazing the talent that um, South Berwick attracts and continues to attract. And I'm, I'm super proud to be able to highlight that in it. You know, it's a fun place to work every day and to connect with the community. So you might want to come over early to pick up your <laughs> your item this year. Um, it will be something to add to the festivities um, to help um, both bring joy to the day and light up the night. So, um, yeah, we'll just, we'll see We're how very it much goes. looking forward to it, and we super, super appreciate it. It's always just, um, just an amazing time and such a great energy and vibe. Yeah, it's so, so um, Jess, thank you so much. You are um, a trooper. You are back for a second early morning podcast. You're now a seasoned veteran. <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we have recreated um, the episode that we recorded yesterday. And I think, I think, you know what? It's all about what's happening now and helping people learn 
you know, what they can, oh gosh, it's really early in the I morning. know, I know. So don't forget, you know, um, programming starts bright and early in the morning. The parade kicks off at three and then um, the tree lighting is at five and our event will wrap up in t- around six o'clock in time to um yes that's what we forgot to, to highlight. get folks over to spring hill and the marshwood educational foundation's um spree of trees or ugly there's a party going on check out their- well they're doing something new so marshwood education foundation has been in existence i believe for more than 10 years just another great group of volunteers making sure that schools have extra funding for you know programming that might norm not normally occur or support to the educators. Um, But so they have created this amazing event, I believe it's four nights long, where um, businesses, businesses and groups are donating Christmas trees of all sizes that are already decorated. Um, So there'll be viewing opportunities through the evenings at Spring Hill. And then I believe on the final night, um, it's a raffle. I believe you buy raffle tickets to bid on the trees. Does that sound right? Something, yeah. I might be a little off on that, but it is a fundraiser, and um, on the final night, I believe you could walk home with your favorite tree if the stars align, (laughs) however however way they've set that up. But it is their first year, and I think it's going to be a huge hit with the community, and what a great way to just top off home for the holidays. Saturday, December 2nd is South Berwick Saturday. South Berwick Saturday, December. And then we'll be talking with Greg um, next Monday and um, probably wrapping up um, a few more of the entries for the parade, talking about new businesses that have joined, um, doing a quick overview, but then also maybe... I think with him being the ghost of Christmas future, we might be talking about, you know, ideas or plans for Home for the Holidays for 2024 and beyond. So Greg Greg is a character. He grew up on Witch Trot Road, so I'm sure we will be um, sharing some ghost stories. <laughs> I used to live on Witch Trot Road. Um, he um, He's just larger than life. And I think the... The group that you guys have assembled is like a perfect mixture of personalities, energies, just to um, consider, collaborate, create, and get everything done in the best way possible. Yep. Thank you so, so much for having me today. I loved um, the energy with Mary, and, you know, I think that your energy definitely came through um, to our conversation today. I'm super jazzed to be the present and to kind of speak to <laughs> you, you about the all of the You're agenda. <laughs> You are such a gift, Jess. So definitely um, looking forward to this event. I hope to see all of you there. Yeah, we will see you on Saturday, December 2nd um, in South Berwick. Have a great day, everyone.